2018. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's 2018, man. I'm going to play the beer bottle in the band. I got to drink more so I can be deeper. Yeah. Drink more, be more entertained by it, you know. And be more entertaining to myself, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, you know. That's how it goes. I was going to go to Clutch in Columbus for New Year's Eve, but <clears throat> I kind of hung back. Wasn't feeling great for a minute. Hung over? <laughs> yeah. I think that's the right phrase. <laughs> it always goes away. <laughs> it always goes away, though. <clears throat> I can't make it to work today. I'm not feeling well. I'm kind of at the point with Clutch where it's like they've been touring on Psychic Warfare for like two years. So I've seen them like five times on this tour, and I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I love that band, but I'm, I'm ready for some new material, you know, new albums. Which I guess they're doing soon, so. Fucking life of the fucking, to the grind there. Right, record, tour. Yeah. Right, record, tour. Tour no all the time. They, yeah. They tour constantly. Well, they have to. <coughs> they have that label of theirs they gotta pay for. Well, boo-hoo. You know? Fucking A. They're making bank. Sure. Yeah. yeah, and doing fun shit all the time. <laughs> Just getting badass. Psychic Warfare was great, man. But it is about two years old now, so you know. Yeah, yeah. If if they record and put out some new shit, of course I'll buy it. Oh, I yeah. love the band right, immediately. But I, I wouldn't knock them for taking a year and not doing a goddamn thing. I don't think that's an option. They got a business to run, cost money. Yeah, but sometimes that downtime gets a little more anticipation for the material. Yeah, you kind of miss them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think 2018 is going to be awesome, dude. There's a lot of bands coming out with new shit. I'm sure Clutch is going to have a new one out. Um, Graveyard is currently in the studio. That's exciting. I'm really into those guys right now. Yes, they're currently in the studio. I think we posted on our Facebook. They had some picture on their website. So that's cool. And then who else? The Magpie Salute, double album, all original shit. The new Machine Head is going to come out. I can't say I'm that excited about it. I've heard the two songs off of it. And it just sounds um, good, but it, it, I felt like they should have went the other way. Like they, the, what made people so interested in them again, I think, was the blackening, mm-hmm. and then they went on to onto the locust. I think was after that. Well, you can't you can't forget ashes through the ashes of empire. Well, through the ashes was great, but that the, fired me right back up. Yeah, but the blackening I think has really got people turned back on to them. That's where Rob Flynn kind of yes. reproduced it. Yeah, yeah. And it was down and dirty, and it was fucking brutal. And this just sounds... It sounds like pretty metal now. Yeah, their last one kind of did, too. (laughs) It kind of lost me, man, because... I mean, personally, I think I've said this before, but personally, I think they should go back to shorter songs, just bitey, like uh, their second album, The More Things Mm -hmm. Change. I could see them... I would love it if they did something like that again. Yeah, something just brutal. Everything they write feels too epic now. Yeah, it's it's too shreddy and... You know. I can deal with shreddy. It doesn't, but it, it feels like it's so rock opera. It almost feels like it's Otep or I don't know, just blowhardy. A little bit. Like <laughs> I'm. We we can do this badass. 
so badass that you, you're not going to believe it. And it, they do it live. It, it's amazing. They're a great band live. I mean, they are. Oh. It's all about songs for me, though. I mean, you know. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that if a band does it for, like, an album or two, like, 10-minute songs. Like, that's cool. I get it. But uh, I anymore, I like when bands kind of change it up a little bit. Don't, don't abandon their core sound, but, you know, uh, don't do the same damn thing every damn time. You know? Especially a band like Machine Head, because it can really get watered down, you know. Right. Who knows? Maybe, it, maybe it'll be a good record. We'll see. They're coming. Are they coming? Coming to town? Yeah, they're coming in February. Ogora, right? Yes, a night with so, Machine Head again. Really? Yeah, those two and a half hour set, and they fucking rock it. I watched them for two and a half hours the last time they came. It was impressive. That's a long time for a metal <clears throat> band to play, man. Two and a half hours. That's a long time for any high energy band to play. Yeah, that's what I mean. You yeah. know, like the Black Crows, they did that shit nonstop, but it's not metal. You right, know, it's and just not thrash. jump around and yeah. fucking act like a crazy person for two fucking hours. It hurts my feelings just <clears throat> thinking about it. They're trying they're, to do it. They're definitely more calculated. You watch them; it's not balls to the wall for fifty minutes. They they have to stand in position and do their. You know, it's yeah. But when you're doing tech, that technical of musicianship, you don't get to fucking do backflips off the fucking stack while you're doing it. <laughs> especially when you're fifty fucking years old too. You know? <laughs> right. That, that, that that plays a part. For sure. And you got four other guys in the band that are depending on you being in time. Yep. That's a that uh, that could be a train wreck. Remember the first time we saw them at the Odeon. And that's what they they were trying to fuck each other up. Yeah. There was a war between their their uh, road crew and the band. Like the road crew kept coming out like turning the cymbal stands away from the drummer and shit. Didn't miss a beat, man. They were awesome. I was on board. But then the next album was cool. The Burning Red? That's yeah. what it was, right? It was cool. There was like five or six good songs on it, but then, man, they just dropped off. The Supercharger for me, personally. And I was like, God, God is this band over? I kind of like walked away from them for a while. And then Through the Ashes of Empires came back <clears> out, <throat> and I uh, I was, again, enthralled. Yeah. First track off the album. Oh, yeah. Imperium. Yeah. Yeah, that's great shit. It's a great record. See, I didn't like the guitar so- tone so much on um, Supercharger. I thought there were some really heavy songs that I thought lost their edge because of whoever produced that guitar sound. Was that Ross Robinson did that? I couldn't tell you who did it. Can't tell to you. To be honest, it was piss poor, though. It was very new metal-y, yeah. you know, r- real hollow sounding, yeah. and it just lost all that punch you in the mouth that machine used to be or machine head was yeah i mean that's that's a good example of how not to change your sound again going back to keeping the core sound of the band but expanding on that but they should totally abandon that not not a good idea they know that just depends on depends on who you are i say fucking write what you want to write i guess yeah i guess i mean because the sword did it they abandoned all their fucking guitar tones and yeah totally did something totally redid something different and, and i loved it yeah yeah I, I always saw them as a band that could actually do that, you know, because they they've ever since their first record, <clears throat> they've had acoustic parts and more rocky, weird, fucking, almost European rock kind of stuff in, embedded in their sound. So, and they've kind of always wavered in and out of. I saw them once. 
I heard I hear bad things about their guitar player just being a sloppy player. He's not. I've seen him. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him at the garage shop when they were touring with Metallica. It was an off night mm. for the Metallica tour, and they fucking smoked it. Fucking great. I love them, man. They also are coming out with a new one, I think, in March. So this is going to be a good year. I'm curious as to what they do. Greenleaf is in the studio, too. So, man, there's like there's five good fucking records. Right yeah, there. three of my top favorite, you know, that I've really been digging lately. Yeah, man. And I think they're using the same producer as... The uh, new COC? New Corrosion, yeah, that comes out this month, um, January 12th, I want to say. Is that that's a Friday? 12th or 19th. That's a Friday, for sure. Let's see that. Check it out. Yeah, do I believe it's the 12th. Uh, no Cross, No Crown. Gotta get that shit on vinyl, for sure. I like the songs I've heard. They have a really cool video, and I can't remember the name of the song, but it's an animated video. God damn it. Well, anyway, look it up guys are interested it's cool as fuck the video is amazing very cool animated i have to check it out yeah it's like wolves and shit there's a whole storyline that i have to go back and revisit again you know that's how it goes yeah but did you do anything what did you do for uh you see hung back i hung back too for watched, new years yeah yeah for new years i watched uh the new dave Chappelle. i did too did stand the same up thing. both of them Two more specials out on Netflix that came Friday, right? Yeah. It's last Friday. Yeah, they were really good. You know, we were talking earlier, but uh, it's like uh, more politically charged than, than the first two, I guess. Hmm. That's debatable. It just... I can hear the water flowing. There's, there's water flowing. <laughs> we're in a garden. We're in a beer garden. Sounds like we're peeing. Someone's peeing in the background. Speaking of, I need a beer winch because mine is empty. I need a beer winch too. We sure don't have a uh, oh. producer here. Good thing it's empty. Yep. Because if it wasn't, it would be now. <laughs> I just spilled it. <laughs> well, more beer for us. I didn't drink last night. Oh, I did the champagne and uh, watched Wonder Woman. And then today, actually. You're uh, too wild and crazy guys. I know. Well, I had the kids and you were hungover. Yeah, yeah, I did not regret not going down to Clutch. It would have been a great time, but man, it's fucking cold right now. We are getting winter in Ohio, and uh, probably the first time in a few years, it feels like to me, because it's been consistently fucking five degrees for like two weeks now. But, uh, or whatever. If it's 15 degrees, it gives a sh- it's the same. Five or 15 still sucks. But... All these people saying global warming and all this shit, they're all in California and they're standing in a bunch of fucking forest fires. So they don't know shit. Come on up to Ohio. And you will see that there's no global warming here. Yeah, it's cold as shit. I got in my truck the other day. We did some running around on the 30th, I want to say. I want global warming, dude. Bring it on. Palm trees on Lake Erie, man. Let's bring that shit right on. It's good for life. As we know it. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want tropical fucking shit here. I need that vitamin D. As you were saying, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, damn. I didn't really have a train of thought. I just, Derail. I just kind of go push forward. I kind of get my get to my destination <laughs> eventually. Yeah, man. Burn Blue Sky just got out of the studio. DeMarco. Yeah, we went to Freddie DeMarco's school music in Hudson. Yeah, shout out to Freddie DeMarco as a... Bo says, the best drums sound in my entire life. I think so far. 
I've gotten the my dream tom sound for all you drum nerds. All you fucking recording nerds out there. Got a really good drum sound at Freddie DeMarco's place this past weekend. And uh, three new songs we were doing. We're going to do some singles. I think uh, target date for release on the first one is the end of April. So keep an eye out for that. We're going to release a few more staggered over the next several months after that. So it'll probably be every two months we're probably going to release a new song uh, for, the, for, the, for the six months after April. So probably going to do some videos and uh, do it a little different this time. Uh, you know, we have three records out now. Uh, we still, you know, have something to sell, so I think we're going to go single route for a while. I think for independent bands, it might be the way to go. I don't know. It's kind of an experiment. We kind of experiment on our last record, too, just the direction, so we're kind of in that mindset of just trying different things. So we're going to go the single route and see how that goes, you know, little blasts at a time. I, I think that's the way to go. Might be. We'll see. I think any band that doesn't have a record out yet, and that's trying to get one out should do one do a full length you know an ep or an eight or ten song record and have something to sell at your shows i think that's always very important so like if you don't have a record yet make it do it have one at your shows but after that i mean maybe singles are the way to go for a while what i'd like to do personally is record a bunch of singles and release them just periodically throughout the year and then uh, as soon as you get enough for a full length just put it out on physical you know yeah be vinyl or cd or whatever they would have to be vinyl Uh, at this point for it to be important yeah it'd be great it's a dream of mine to have a record on vinyl you know we have yet to do that so maybe maybe this year or next year we'll be able to just do that limited run you know see how it goes i love vinyl man. yeah i mean even if it's an expense just for yourself you know yeah i mean you can print, print them out off 50 100, 100 of them yeah do it right i mean make it art you know artwork anybody who cares will buy it buy it you know which they should except me because i don't have a fucking album but i don't have a uh, turntable i know well here i mean here's another good case for vinyl and i read recently that this is just a rumor right now there's no evidence to suggest that this is fact but the rumor is that iTunes is going to go strictly to streaming and everybody's library is going to be all streamed. Like, you're not going to own MP3s anymore. Mm. So, I don't like that. I mean, I know I know, Spotify and streaming is, is cool. It's, it's, it's cool to have, but as far as the idea of not owning music, I don't like that shit at all. So I'm going back to physical. I mean, I've I've been a vinyl guy forever. I still have all my CDs from when I was a kid. They're in boxes in the closet, but you're I'm saying they're going to opt out to even offer the option to buy a physical copy? That's what the rumor is. I mean, who knows if it's true, but it's it, it's inevitable. That's probably where it's going. Right. Know, I it imagine just seems, it just seems that way. So uh to anybody want to own music, I mean, and it's important to you with the artwork and the lyrics and all that shit, just go vinyl, man. It sounds good. It's you're committed. If you're committed to listening to music, then that's the way it should fucking go, you know. It's an art. I don't yeah. think. I think it is being revived right now. Um, yeah. I was amazed at how many turntables got sold at the uh, Audio Technica 
mm-hmm. um, you know, warehouse sales. Damn, they're just selling them left and right. Yeah. And so they're selling just the the heads. Is that what they call them? They go on the arms. The cartridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cartridge yeah, yeah. for the the turntables for fucking upwards of hundred bucks for just the piece that goes on the end. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can get the diamond, the diamond needles, and all that shit. I don't know how much. I'm sure it, it matters. I'm not sure when they wear out. I, I sh- I'm probably due for one. Maybe I should go ahead and change my cartridge. I don't know. But man, that's the way to go. I mean, vinyl is bigger than it's been in 20 years, I guess. And uh, oh yeah, it, it, the sales are up 20 percent this last <clears throat> year from the year before. So I think uh, around 13 million vinyl records were sold last year. That's shitload. That's a shitload. So I think there's a lot of people out there still give a fuck, and they don't want. If you care about music, I mean, it's not just background noise, you know. And the right. people that give a fuck are, just, you know, gonna go back to the physical, physical way of listening. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, both I, worlds. I think it depends on. I don't know what is popular as well, because there's not a whole lot of things I see people clamoring for in 20 years. That's top 40s that people are going to want on vinyl yeah what are they going to be listening to in 20 years right nothing really nothing of well there's our kids our kids are going to want to listen to music or my kids and they're probably going to want to hear some of the shit that they're listening to now (laughs) just like we do yeah i mean it's kind of a snapshot of your life Mm -hmm. so whatever you're listening to hopefully it's good you know but i mean bottom line is to a lot of people music doesn't mean that much to them i mean all of our friends and shit you know of course it means a lot but you know, some folks don't really give a fuck on some level. Like I said, it's a time machine. It captures a point in their life, and that's kind of what it means to them. But as far as, like, listening to new stuff, like, a lot of folks just don't give a fuck. True. If you're if you're Spotify and all your music, you probably don't give that much of a fuck. I mean, it's, I'm, it's cool, man. Spotify is awesome. It has its place and time. When you're outside and all your friends are, you know, fucking hanging out by the pool or the grill, whatever, that's the probably the Spotify time. Yeah. You know, but all day party where you when, don't want to man the stereo. Yeah, <laughs> when you when you're traveling, that's you know, and you want all your fucking jams, that's how how that's the way to go and it has its perks and its value, but it's not just what it is for me. I like it. I like the fact that, you know, you can be introduced to, to some shit. other stuff. Yeah, I mean that's you know? that's what iTunes was for me. Yeah, I got introduced to a bunch of shit listening to Pandora and Spotify. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. It has before that it was Yahoo. What was it? Yahoo Radio, I think. It was the same kind of concept where they they play a band you like and then they play a band that's in the same genre. Yeah. I think that's how I, I found Greenleaf. Mm. I've been listening to them for over ten years now, so that's how I found them. Mofro, that was another one I found on uh, Yahoo Radio or whatever it was. They're probably not around anymore, which is fucking crazy because they were at the forefront of that kind of uh, kind of thing. That's all a good idea. It's all great, but uh, I mean, can you really own music though? I'm, I mean, I get where iTunes is going with it. I mean, you don't really own the music, but I guess. Oh, you're talking like the MP3. Yeah. Band, yeah. Well, I mean, I've bought MP3s 12 years ago, and I still have them. Yeah. Still like, in my iTunes account. But they can do whatever they want with those iTunes accounts. True. You know? So I guess in some sense, you don't own it. You know? If somebody can take it from you like that, then fuck. I buy all my all my shit through Amazon, and then I get a physical copy, 
and I get a digital copy. Yeah, that's kind of how the vinyl goes now. Like most vinyl has a download card mm-hmm. in it, so you can download it. Some of them come with CDs. Like the last down record came with a CD in it. Where? And the last Rich Robinson did too, I think. So that was cool. I was like, cool. I'll just have both. So it's an extra perk that gets people to buy buy the physical copy, you know. Well, it's more of expense, but I mean, the cost of a physical CD is what sense, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the vinyl that's expensive. That's for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, the same idea for uh, whatever we're doing, whether it's Redwater Tragedy or <clears throat> now it's, we're going to hunker down. Write some shit. Write got, some shit. Got some ideas. started. Record some shit. Put out a couple singles. Um, and then hopefully we can put something together and look at shows in summertime. Be cool. Down to play. I, think I'm gonna, I, was, I was thinking about taking a vacation this year, but I think I'm going to stick around home. Just kinda, Staycation? Well, you know, we're definitely going out to Maryland, burn blue sky at least once, probably twice. Do some writing out there too, but. Yeah, you know, fuck, man. Vacations oh. are kind of a waste of money. <laughs> Unless you're going someplace you've never seen before. That's, uh, yeah. that's where I'm at with a vacation. I don't want to just go on vacation, sit on a beach somewhere, and drink a drink. I can do that at home. Right. I'm fucking free. I mean, if I'm going to fucking Fiji or I'm going to Lake Havasu and I'm seeing something incredible, sure. But just to see the fucking sunset on the water. That gets it. old after like two days. You're like, cool. <clears throat> I've seen it. Let's I'll go, go. go out to the woods somewhere and just hang out. That's cool. Yeah, let's go somewhere and see something that is different than I've ever seen. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. That's what I want to go to Maine, and I want to go, you know, see some lighthouses, rocky beaches, uh, eat some seafood right on the fucking little port town, and I want to go to the Rockies. Yeah, I haven't been there shit. yet. It's the shit. I've been there many times. You used to live there. And uh, I... Lake Havasu, actually. It's like down in the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah. It's like a tropical almost. I've seen the pictures of it. I mean, the waterfalls and lakes. It's it's like a 12-hour hike just to get there. You could rent a that's burrow. A, that's a long fucking hike. But you're going down at first. <laughs> you got to hike 12 hours back? Yeah. That's 24 hours of hiking, dude. Yeah, but you, you get what you pay for. Damn, man. That's, that's why it's call. awesome because yeah. no one goes down there. <laughs> better be awesome what if it sucks well it takes like a year to book and i my boss is doing it i think this year so i'll find out if it's any good (laughs) was it worth it was it worth 12 hours man i don't i think i might be exaggerating it might be eight hours i know you can make it in a day i'd like to go to texas go to austin i haven't been there yet i've been to austin i'd like to go to nashville too just check it out hang out nashville i was there with my children and it was midday so it wasn't exactly the same nashville yeah but there was a big it was the 4th of July weekend, so there it was ridiculous. Yeah. There's bands playing, and that's why we didn't stay long. <laughs> was, I mean, it was fucking ridiculous hectic, and we got, I think, seven kids with us at the time. No, it was five kids. I think to go to those towns like New Orleans, Nashville, definitely don't want to go during the holidays. Because, I mean, those towns, like in the summertime, every weekend is a party, but it's not filled to the brim. With right, fucking out of towners, you know. 
and seeing how you would be in out of town. Like we went, I went down to New Orleans back in 2003, and we went for Memorial Day weekend, and nobody goes for to New Orleans on Memorial Day weekend. So it was just a normal party town for them. It was right. a party weekend. I mean, it was slamming. People were, you know, people were having a good time. But you had your personal space. You know, you could walk around. Nobody's fucking bumping up against you. You know. And you could walk away from the craziness if you wanted to. But it, it was cr- still crazy. But it was crazy enough for me. I was like, cool, man. This is my speed right here. I mean, it'd be cool to go to Mardi Gras, but I don't know, man. Maybe two, three. I don't know if I'd want to deal with that, really. I went for Halloween, and I guess it was Mardi Gras conditions. It was typical Mardi Gras yeah. kind of. It was uh, busier than I would like it on the regular, but I went down there knowing what I was doing. Yeah, you're going down <laughs> there. To, I mean, there's no resting. Yeah. You're just going to party because, I mean, the bars don't close. Man. No, we partied. Yeah. We had a good time, though. We had some downtime. I had a blast. I would love to go back. Maybe. That's pre-Katrina. I'm sure it's See, I, I mean, I was there once. I'll go somewhere else now. I mean, it wasn't calling me back there. I've been in New York twice, and I just went the second time. My wife had never been. Yeah. You know? Well, New York, you can do shit different every time. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, we the did. Key, the key to there, to New York City, is to go hang out with locals because they know where all the, the intricate, cool right. Italian joints at only fucking seat 20 people in them you know that right. mom and pop you know I, I did that a couple times it was fun but i would not want to live there fuck that trying to commute and all that mass of humanity every day fighting that that's the rat race dude oh it felt like i was uh being herded just the traffic lights and yeah. traffic cops i was like all right everybody walk real fast right now stop stop walk real fast right now Stop! Run! Yeah, yeah, it was, uh... Elbow your way! Through. It was something. Yeah, it's an experience. Definitely go. You haven't been to New York City. You gotta check it out. L.A. too. You gotta check out all that shit. You know, right, that's least, the place I wanna go. At least see it once. But, uh, you wouldn't want to live in any of those towns. Fuck that. And the fun, the funny thing is about it, both those cities, there's, you know, a, a, a subsection of people in those towns that shit on the middle America kind of thing and it's like I mean are you living a quality life out there most of you fucking don't have can't afford it yeah you know you're living fucking hand to mouth paycheck to paycheck because rent is two thousand fucking dollars you're making you know right but I get to you know get my latte from the shop around the corner yeah I mean it's probably cool to like experience for like six months you know go see everything and live it live the life if that's if you have a reason to do it but. right i think it's a good place to live for a, a certain type of person or a certain age person yeah who just has 20s. that yeah young early 20s you want to hustle and you want to got that drive right now do you want to have to power walk everywhere you go <laughs> Yeah, because you're stressed out. I mean, in L.A., that's a totally different culture, but it's, like, fuck, it, just as much of a rat. I guess th- I read somewhere that 30,000 people are simultaneously coming in and 30,000 people out every month. So everybody's got their big dreams. They just go down to L.A. and they just get fucking crushed. <laughs> they, they just, they're it's, back home. It's a common story. Six months, yeah. Well, not everybody can make it. The demand is not that... It, the demand isn't that big, you know, for that, you know, the movie star kind of, you know, 
making it big in Hollywood kind of thing. It's like the supply is huge, but the demand, the supply of people coming into the town that want to be something in Hollywood versus the demand for the roles. I mean, I think that's just for any artist, though. It's not yeah. just not just actors. I mean, I guess there's yeah, yeah. a lot of that out there, but like musicians, musicians, actors, there's artists. So many resources, yeah. <clears throat> but a lot of it is the is the same. You know, the the scene for I imagine acting is similar to the scene for for bands. I'd imagine you sure. work with guys and you get you know a relationship and people start coming to your shows and you make connections and you know I'd imagine it's similar. Probably is. Well, I mean, I guess the internet's kind of opened it up for, to find your little niche market. You just got to do it on your own, figure out how to do it. I mean, that's the cool thing about the internet now. But I, it's so hard. I mean, everybody has a niche. <laughs> yeah. It's competition, yeah. man. It's to come up with some fucking weird idea. It makes everything better. Because you go to the person that's doing the best of whatever it is that you're interested in what they're doing, you know? It's cool. Interweb. Yeah, yeah man. Well, I'm glad we did this, man. It's the Happy New Year's fucking Rock Savages. 2018. Podcast. First one of 2018. Yeah. First day of 2018. 2017 was uh, pretty damn good. Peaks and valleys, man. Peaks and valleys, I think. We got I mean, it. as far as the podcast goes. Yeah. Like, my personal life was a fucking wreck. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Hopefully not this year, man. It's all in perspective. It's all in perspective. I mean, you're relatively healthy. Healthy man. You got a job. Got a job. Paying you know, the bills. You're in a, you know, you get to do some shit that you love to do. Yep. You know. Big picture. We're fucking very lucky people. Yeah. Throughout the course of human history, I mean, most humans have lived in squalor and fucking terror. <laughs> yeah. If I took a magnifying gla- glass out to my day, you know, or my week or my year, zoom out, I man. could fucking look at it, see a bunch of bad shit, but that's right. Zoom out, take a look at the picture. Fuck, I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah, we're all doing, we're doing all right, big picture, folks. So fucking be grateful, man. Yeah, most people are not racist assholes. Calm down. And that was, that was one thing I did, you know, think about his... his Dave that, Chappelle. Dave yeah. Chappelle comedy. Did we talk about that already? A little bit. We, we touched on the, the... Yeah, we saw, but yeah, but yeah, we did. Yeah. Me and you uh, and, uh, both saw the but new I, specials. Yeah, I thought that I, I agreed with him that he's kind of getting out of comedy as he says, because people are too sensitive. And that is 100% truth. <laughs> well, he said, though, he called everybody out on the second special in the belly room of the comedy store. He's like, all you comedians standing in the back, we need you more than ever to be fucking profound and be offensive. Yeah. To, to his point, I mean, the second the second amendment? Yes. No. First? First. First amendment is uh, under attack, you know? Constantly, on the universities of America and the West in general, is cultural Marxism is taking over in these universities, and they're churning out these hypersensitive kids that uh, you know haven't been out in the real world. So, and they're offended by everything, and it's up to comedians and artists and just regular folks to say fucking whatever you want to say. It's your birthright, and that's kind of what I took away from his took away from his second special is like it's our birthright man you gotta fucking say what you say what's on your mind and if, if it offends somebody then you're gonna have to deal with the consequences I mean I know I have but you know fucking I'm not gonna tamper myself down I'm not out to offend people on purpose but I mean I talk like an adult 
Like all, like we all do in our circles. Yeah. And uh, nobody's fucking racist or misogynist in any kind of fucking fundamental level at all. So, I mean, it's just name calling and it's just a way to tamper down freedom of speech. And that's what I took away most from all of that he was saying. Right, right. You know, and they're just words. Just words, man. It's just noise that comes out of your fucking face. At the end of the day, don't give it so much power. You know, fuck. It's that simple. But we're adults. Or or they could just take those words out of our vocabulary. You know, they used to try and do that. They used to try and have all the words. Yeah, they do. And that just makes them, people want to say them even more. That's what happens to me. I'm like, oh, can't say that? Gun, say now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that was when he was talking about Louis C.K., and, yeah, uh, man, that was good shit. That was good shit. But he was talking about how the woman wouldn't hang up the phone because he was jerking off with her on the phone. It's like, you don't know how to hang up the fucking phone? <laughs> you can't hang up the phone? I guess we're giving up bids. Probably should. Now people will watch it. Just watch that shit. It's fucking pa- awesome. 90% of Dave Chappelle's is delivery. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's awesome. I hope he comes back. Sounds like he will. He just made a pile of money. That's what he does, man. Yeah, he'll be and back in 12 years. Maybe less than that. I mean, he obviously enjoys what he does, and he's putting out four specials in the last year. I mean, that that's a passion. So he's kind of bullshitting us on the, oh, I'm leaving for a while. It's like, yeah, you'll be off six months, and you'll miss us. I doubt it. You come back. I, I mean, doubt it. I think, I bet you. What else is he going <clears> to do? He is making money off of, It's that absence. <laughs> People love that absence. Yep. They're, they're going to chase after it and watch when that new Tool drops. It's going to be ridiculous. Had Tool dropped another album in a year and a half, not nearly the same. They better do it soon, man. I'm fucking... I'm, I will not go see that band again until they have... But you'll see record. Clutch five times on the same tour. I will do that. <laughs> big big difference. No, well, here's, it's not. No, it is fundamentally because Clutch doesn't... They're not nearly as rich as Tool, number one. They haven't taken 10 years to put out a record, number two, but they also have a business and a crew to deal with, you know, as far as their record label goes, and their live shows fund that record label, so, and they're changing up their sets every night and and all that, but I mean, I'm at kind of at the end of my road until they come, I mean, five times, it's cool, you know, (laughs) I'll I'll wait till they have new records, you know, if they come in the springtime, I'll I'll go, probably, most likely, so. I would go see Tool anytime they came. Uh, you know, I want to, but I want new shit, man. Of course I do. Of course I do. But if they come... Rumor is, this year, Danny Danny Carey just got... What's his name? Yeah, Dan, Danny Carey. Dana Carey. The drummer. The drummer dude from Tool. He said, uh, it's definitely coming out. <coughs> I don't believe It's him. all on them. I mean, <laughs> once they put it down, Maynard will come do what he does. Bring it on, man. In the meantime, reissue all your shit on vinyl, Tool. Because you guys wouldn't put your stuff on iTunes because I don't want I don't want the sequence to go out and at the same time, simultaneously you're not putting your shit out on vinyl during the fucking vinyl renaissance. I don't that doesn't make any sense to me either. That's making me goddamn mad. I want ten thousand days on vinyl because I want to flip the song every I want to flip the record every two songs because they're ten minutes a piece. Yeah. That's a side. Make me do work. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? I think we're going to shut her off for now. Yeah, we could wrap it up. All right. Continue our drinking since no one brought me a fucking drink. Goddamn. No beer lunches tonight. That's bullshit. All right. We'll be back real soon. Peace. Later. <laughs>